Gonna Go Pizza presents The Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wilde. So I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. No, let's start off I the show better than you. Yeah, That's a terrible way to start a show. With a Meek Mill reference, you don't no. like that? No, I want the show to last I won't, longer no. than that Not even people from Philly like that song. No. Even people from Philly are like, L. Just just take the L. The, the Undertaker didn't like that song. I, I didn't know he was such a connoisseur of the hip-hop. Uh, did he make a reference to no, it? No, he did. Yeah, he's like, man, if you're going to use my theme in a song, at least make a good song. No! <laughs> I forgot that was the Undertaker theme. That's why I recognized it. Oh, well, man. Well, certainly not because it's good. No. No, it certainly isn't. Whoa. Hey, Hockey. question. Yes. Are the pens who we, who we thought they were, and the caps are just kind of letting them get away with it? Are they who we thought they were? And the caps are letting them off the hook. Because... Because the, I, I just want to say the Arizona the Arizona Cardinals and the Washington Capitals same color jerseys. Oh dear! And 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 wait, wait. Chicago Bears and Pittsburgh Penguins not really even close at all. But I was trying to make a comparison there that didn't work. Hey Steve, uh, that's what we call a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just of all the stretches you hear in sports every day, was that that bad? Yes. Was yes. it that yes. bad? Yes, it was. Was that as bad as all the? <laughs> I'm just glad I got you that novelty shoehorn for Christmas. <laughs> it's like a meter stick, but it's still you, you get in there. You know what? You, you know how there. you know how celebrities come up with like lines for things. If we ever get famous, I'm going to come up with a square peg and a round hole that you can buy, or a shoehorn, a novelty Adam Wilde shoehorn. I'm so oh, sick we're of not this. already famous as Canada's most beautiful person. Yeah, I'm sick of this. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't Adam television Wild. every day, Adam Wilde. <laughs> Breakfast television. Hello, Canada. What, what is it? Most beautiful Canadian? No, no. I'm on of the list. Of all time? No, not of all time. <laughs> is that what it was? No. They pick people every year. And there's oh, a list. So you're just one of the throw-ins, yeah? Yeah, there's 50 of oh, us. There's, there, they had, there isn't a lot of Canadians, so they had to if, pick like 50 Canadians. That's a, that's a lot of Canadians. Adam killed, a lot of Swift Current. Yeah, if right. Killed 49 people. Who would be the most beautiful person in <laughs> oh, Canada? Was he 50? That's no, it. there's no, there is no, no order. It's it. just a group. No, you no because it's like Tim Hortons. <laughs> as long as it's like Tim Hortons, Tim Bits hockey, just get on the ice and you're a winner. You know? So <laughs> that, I, that one will take. You know what? <laughs> Thank okay. you. His, Thank his you. comparisons are going in a better direction. <laughs> Tied it into sports. They're improving. Right? Last year he finished 30th. I know he only got 25th this year, but you know what? Five spots up. I am the Toronto Maple Leafs. You are the Toronto Maple Leafs. Who I hope don't turn into the Washington Capitals. Okay, so what? What is the what's the main crux of what is going on in this series? Here's here's what's going to happen. Or here's what could happen. And Washington fans if you're listening, god, I hope I I just just hope on your behalf that's not what happens. I think the Blues, not this year's incarnation of the Blues, but the Blues uh of many years past choked. I think the Sharks of many years past choked. Mm-hmm. I think some Capitals teams of the past choked. The Pittsburgh Penguins are this good. I genuinely think that. They're this good. And they won game, what was that, four? They won game four exactly the way I described it on the last show. No Latang. I don't think they had Mata. And, and Kessel scored a goal from the blue paint. When does that ever oh happen? Oh my god! By god, Kessel in the blue paint. When my does god. that ever happen? Well, when he's not playing with two players who do that for him. And their rookie goalie plays like he should be getting a Vesna. 
And Marc-Andre Fleury's not even a net? Mm-hmm. Has he played a game? Nope. <laughs> hey, guys, 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 did you hear? The Leafs are interested in Matt Murray. Yeah, oh yeah, cool. <laughs> Have fun with that. We were talking about this last episode, if you missed it, and the Leafs were interested, quote-unquote. Well, of course they're interested. They're interested in every good goalie in the league. I bet they're interested um, in Sidney Crosby, Yeah, too. absolutely. I'm sure they're interested in Malkin. I'm sure they're interested in Ovechkin. Want, it, they're interesting players. I want Birdman's Bugatti. I don't think he's going to give it to me. But you're interested. I'm interested. So oh, be- I'm into it. The best part about it, I, I didn't even realize that was a story until you said it. And then as soon as... I uh, as soon as I log on to Facebook that afternoon to do the Blake and Wild show, boom, it's everywhere. Oh, Leaves yeah. interested in Matt Murray, and 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 later the next day, I was like, really? Come on! And it, he's playing unbelievably. There's no way Pittsburgh lets him go. At this point, like, what do you offer? Well, no, 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 no. no. Are we even entertaining? No, this? no. But that no. means Mark Andre Fleury is expendable. He is going to play for the Las Vegas whatevers. Because they're not going to be able to protect him in the draft. Who, Marc-Andre Fleury? Yeah. Yep, I agree. I, I think I think Marc-Andre Fleury and Ryan Kessler will look awfully nice on that team together. There are going to be a lot of very strange trades before that expansion mm-hmm. draft just because they're like, well, we're going to lose them. So we might as well get a conditional third from Mark Andre Fleury or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just throwing his name out there. I mean, there could be a thousand other players. It's going to be very interesting. Oh, yeah. But It'll be like a second trade deadline. But anyway. Task at hand. At this point, I, I think I read the Leafs, uh, the Penguins pick that the Leafs have can be no better than 23rd. And I think that's if the Caps storm back and win. At this point, do we just cheer for them? Like, yeah, at, at this point, do we just want Kessel to win? Yeah, I do. I, do. I am but cheering what for if James it means, Yeah, it's Reimer, man. I would love to see Reimer v. Kessel. And let me just throw NHL it out there. NHL 200. Let me, let me throw it out there before people get upset. Poor Daniel Winnick. Poor Daniel. Oh. Uh, right? Oh, not, yeah. not even the hit. I'm not even talking about the hit. The fact that he played on the other team the last year. Oh, just brutal. Uh, you know... The host of special without the Stanley Cup final? I, I hate the thought that... A great player is somehow diminished if they don't win a championship. Before LeBron won with the Heat, people were like, yeah, yeah but-, but how many rings does he have? And, and, and we've talked about this on the show before. <laughs> like, I, I think, I think we talked about it on the show. Uh, wasn't, wasn't there was like an old Los Angeles Laker talking to Tracy McGrady? No, there was a, there's a clip floating around and there's a guy. Oh, I, uh, is it Rick Fox and Tracy McGrady? It wasn't Rick Fox. It was one of the guys from the Laker team. Robert Ori? Robert Ori. Robert Ori yeah. yeah. and Tracy McGrady. And Tracy's like, hey, can I, can I borrow one of those? And he's like, no, sorry, man, you gotta earn them. <laughs> and, okay. And McGrady looks so hurt. And, and, yeah. and, and Robert Ori rode pine during the Shaq Kobe years. Who cares? Okay? So. Who cares? The fact that I don't, I, I don't think that Ovechkin winning or not winning a cup this year or ever takes away from Ovechkin. Mm-hmm. However, there just seems to be this this prevailing thought with people on the whole that winning a championship somehow now you're legitimate. And I wonder if that thought and that sentiment is something that's not just weighing on Ovechkin but the rest of the team too. I I don't know if that's part of it for sure, but I think with the cap era especially it's there's there's windows there are windows to make it and the caps i think they could win a president's trophy again next year oh for sure 
But what about the year after that? And what about the year after that? Because now, because like, what, Ovechkin's a year older than us. He's 29 now. Yeah. I mean, you can ex- you can yeah. hope for the next two, three years that he can do the same thing, but then what? I you mean, don't know. It's crapshoot. He is a freak. You know, and, yep. and Nicholas Backstrom too. And I mean, if he's if he works out like Yager does, <laughs> why not? Why not? Why not? He's got those Olympic genes. Yep, he's got those Olympic genes. But like, what are the Capitals doing wrong? Are they doing anything wrong? Are they choking, or are they just playing a team that hasn't lost back to back games since like Christmas, January, January? And yeah. I, I wonder too. You it's know, Christmas in some cultures. <laughs> in the cap, in the cap era, know. you're not wrong. In the cap era, I wonder. You know, there, there's every team has weaknesses. Elliot Friedman has said that many times. In the cap era, every team has weaknesses. So I wonder now, going into the playoffs, you could have a great team, but in the cap era, if your team's weaknesses match up with the other team's strengths, you're, you're toast, and you can be done in the first round. L.A., Chicago, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Every year there's a team that should be in at least the second round that's not. Mm-hmm. That's Normally it was San Jose. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's why a championship ring is, and it is something you got to earn because so much of it is skill and also so much of it is luck. Robert Ory. <laughs> so much of it is Kobe hey, and so much of it is Robert Ory. A game winning three. I remember Three it. tenths of a second left. Yes, he did. Damn. Yes, he did. Six, I believe. And it was. And didn't that keep them alive and then they won yeah. game seven? Yeah. Yeah. Forced game seven. He was Bobby Bond. He was. That's what Bobby Bond did. See how I did that? See how I related <laughs> to brought it back sports? to hockey. Yeah. Yeah. See how I did um, that? Steve, are we going to talk about Mike Darby? Uh, help me out. Darnay, I think it is. He- oh, ho, ho, yes, we are What's talking this? about him. <laughs> oh, Adam, let me tell you. You can have the fame, the fortune, the handsome face. But you know what I get to keep? All the free things forever and ever. Amen. <laughs> what? Here's a tweet from, uh, that looks like July 2nd, 2015. From uh, Mike Darnay. Who is Mike Darnay? Oh, Jesse screen capped it. So anyway, he writes for stuff. I don't know. I follow him on Twitter. I like him. Okay. He tweeted, if the Penguins make it to the Stanley Cup final with Phil Kessel, I will buy tickets for myself and Steve Dangle to see it on record. (laughs) Save your nickels there, Mike. Wow. We got to have Mike on to talk about that. We got it. Hey, is he paying year. for the flight too? I yeah, I know Mike. Mike tweets us all the time. Yeah, yeah. I forget who he writes for. I'm sorry, Mike. I'm, hey, Mike. I'm a jerk. Mike, how about uh, you include Adam Wild next time you make a, a bet like that? That'd be cool. Thanks, buddy. You should drive me. I should I just drive me down? Is to that because that's what people do? Drive me down to the Spurg. <laughs> well, I've been there many times. I can get you there, get there in an expedient fashion, sir. I, I Five hope hours or less. It'd be great if he actually he took me to a road game in San Jose. Yeah, that would be nice, but pay, no. Pay for my flight to Cali. Mrs. Dangle's coming too. You know who follows Mark Darnay? Hmm. Barack Obama. What? Pardon? That's a, that's a thing. Damn, this, how do you get Twitter Barack Obama account. to follow you? Followers, you know, Barack Obama. That. So Barack saw the tweet too, and he's going to hold Mike to it, right? There you, can't, you go. Don't, you can't lie to Barack. I mean, he's definitely in checked out dropping Mike's... Yeah, you know, making skits mode. Like he would definitely do something yeah. like that. Yeah, dropping right, uh, dropping mics, and doing skits, and you know, legalizing gay rights and all that <laughs> stuff too. Running the country, yeah. listen, Adam, but <laughs> pushing. Why the do all those things <laughs> when he could just as easily fly me to Pittsburgh? Right on Air Force One. 
I'll even slum it and take a bus. If, if Barack Obama, if Barack Obama flies you to Pittsburgh on Air Force One, it is your duty to bring Nelly with you, and he has to perform Air Force Ones as you're getting on the plane, right? And it would be extra appropriate if they were playing the blues in the final, right? Hey, which See, is also a possibility. If he buys tickets to the game, will you find your own transportation? Yes, okay. and I am not above taking a bus. I took a bus, uh, bus uh, once uh, out there. <laughs> no, I did. Yeah, I took a bus once in my life. It smelled like pee and and peasants. <laughs> no, the, are you yeah. talking about like a Greyhound? The music or, trip like, in like public- grade eleven or whatever when we went to New York. <laughs> <laughs> Were you on that trip? Well, I, I took, took a bus, bus to Manhattan. I took a bus once, Steve. You know what? I took a bus this morning to get here. I took a bus to Ibiza. <laughs> um, what? I met a bus what? to Pennsylvania. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I met a bus to. You know what? You know what I love? Hours in a bus, in a bus is years. a valid point. It's <laughs> a valid point of. Whatever. I'm going to steal a Steve story. I'm going to steal a Steve story from mm-hmm. Steve, oh, this and then is, I'm going to okay. let Steve do the reveal, because I did not go on the New York trip to which he refers, okay. but I do remember one thing about it. He came back, and in drama class, he he, he says, I got this guy, this guy was trying to sell me his, his CD on the street, and he's like, he's like, he was really adamant that I bought his CD, and he's like, so I did. And, and he like harassed another one of her friends, hey man, you want to buy my CD? No, I'm okay. What are you, racist? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and so my friend bought it. <laughs> do you know I this story? I know who this is. Um, Jesse, you want to take a guess at who? Papoose. 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 <laughs> who was, what, six months later on a track with Jay-Z? Uh, I don't know if it was Jay-Z. He was on with the Pussycat Dolls. Amazing. Papoose, Papoose. <laughs> I, I remember, I gotta have it somewhere. Where is Papoose now? And he had no, this. Papoose is still doing big things. Is he? Is yeah. he? Major Keys? Ma- major, Major Keys. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't heard from him in a while. What's, what's on a Papoose's Snapchat? <laughs> Most people who don't listen to try to find Papoose's latest release. Yeah, exactly. He had like this. Oh, he's married to Remy Ma. What? What? From um, Terror Squad with Fat Man, Joe. that guy sold me Remy a- Ma. She's she's legit. That guy sold me a CD for ten dollars on a corner in Manhattan. <laughs> well, there you that go. Except for life, and that, he's married to Remy Ma. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what happens when you take the bus somewhere. <laughs> I paid for that guy. I paid for that guy's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> so Steve is gonna greyhound it down to uh, uh, slum, slum, it out. I'm slum, slum it down. <laughs> Excuse me. I'll take the peasant car. Um, does this? And here's, I I find this happens so much in hockey. There is a definitive divide in, in generations in terms of how people handle the media and how people handle their teams. And Jim Jim Rutherford is of the old era. no, just wait, just wait. I know what I'm talking about. And he right now does. Now you could have looked at the Pittsburgh Penguins four months ago and said Jim Rutherford is going to lose his job in the next few weeks. Mm. Isn't it funny how things have changed? And I'm not saying that Jim Rutherford didn't know, I'm not saying what he knew or what he didn't know, but he obviously saw something in this team, which is immense skill. I, yeah, he saw something. Hmm, I should fire that coach. <laughs> and then yeah. he did. Like, that's what happened. That's what happened. Like, what was the big move? That's what happened. You fired the coach. And, Pardon and, Mike Sullivan. And is there you go? Is uh, who was the coach again? Mike Johnston. Jo- Johnson or Johnston? Johnston. Okay. No, Johnston is works for. Yeah, he, uh, that's Chris Johnston. Chris Johnston. Yeah. No, but there, it was a Mike He's Johnson, and Mike it's Johnson. not Mike Johnson who works for Sportsnet, who used to play for the Leafs. Uh, no, uh, Johnson. Uh, are you not, sure not it's not? Work are, here is anymore? it Sullivan I'm or Johnson who's the coach right now? I'm just gonna look it up. Okay. Yeah, not, because, gonna, not gonna work here anymore. 
I wonder though, now I feel, I was thinking about him the other day and I was like, well, what does this mean for him? You know, like, you, oh, you had don't the Mike Sullivan. You don't get no, no, you don't get a ring, but you, it, Mike Sullivan Mike was Mike Sullivan is the current coach. Okay, so Mike Johnson, does this mean that he, like, when, do, where do you work in hockey after that? You couldn't get Crosby, Malkin, Kessel, Tang, Marc-Andre Fleury, Matt Murray to get, to get cohesive. And then as soon as you're gone, the team gets better. We found the new coach of the Montreal Canadiens. Oh. Because that's what happened to Michelle Therrien. He was with the Penguins. Uh, they couldn't oh get it done. God. They canned him. They brought on um, who's buddy in Buffalo? Who's the coach in Buffalo now? Bilesma. Bilesma. Thank you. I could, his name escaped me. Also they brought in former. Dan Bilesma. They won a cup. Wow. Jesse, you had something to add? Oh, no. It's okay. Okay. You sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's a goal. <laughs> it sure is. We haven't played that game <laughs> in a while. That's a, while. That's a goal. Um, <laughs> yeah, that is a uh, holy smokes. Um, now, the rest of the playoff series right now from the time of this recording, Tampa Bay's up 2-1 to one over the New York Islanders in a series that is very quiet. I mean, I know there's, stuff, there's stuff going on. No, game three was pretty loud. It, it was. was loud. I just feel like Pittsburgh, Washington is just taking over. It's taking a backseat for sure. Every, but every series, and that's the point, like, how many games has Nashville won in their series? One. Okay, well, you're Steve Dagle. San Jose is up 2-1. <laughs> uh, St. Okay, Louis, well, St. St. Louis over Dallas, 2-1. I think it's 2-1. It is. St. Louis. Every other series is 2-1. Caps over Pens, 3-1. You notice the Caps got their... Were they, weren't they the only... Caps and Pens were the only team to play last night? Mm-hmm. One game. And the Marlies, Adam. Oh, and the Marlies, who apparently lost to the Devils. They lost in an extremely frustrating game. Do we want to talk about that now or later? Well, let's talk about it. It was very frustrating. It was... Uh, they couldn't stay out of the box, like, all playoffs long. Uh, the Devils looked like the New Jersey Devils of the late 90s, early 2000s, just clogging up the middle of the ice. Marlies couldn't make crisp passes. They weren't communicating by the looks of it. They lose 2-1. All three goals scored in the first period. It was agony. Okay. It was agony. I think I think they'll come back much stronger in Game 2. Because they weren't able to generate anything on Albany. So they're just going to have to change it up. Plus... No Soshnikov in the lineup, a little bit banged up, and no Nylander in the lineup. Mm. Now, can we talk? Can we talk about that? Yeah. <clears throat> so William <clears throat> Nylander didn't play game one of round two mm-hmm. because he's sick. With he's sick. They said he had like a flu or something, didn't they? They just said he was sick. Hmm. Why? What's the problem? Now uh, there was a picture taken of him recently, I think, in a pharmacy. So I mean, he might just be sick. I kind of hope he's just sick. But I found out on Monday, because he he wasn't at uh, practice, Uh he was sick on Monday, which means he was sick on Tuesday. But we're talking about practice, Steve. And then he was sick on... Not a game. Well, then he was sick on Wednesday for the game. (laughs) He was sick for a playoff game. Right. Uh. I'm trying to think of the last time I heard of a player being too sick to play in a playoff game. Particularly one of your team's best players, dude. Around you, you just don't know. Like, I mean, I, I think he's he. If they're saying he's sick, he's probably sick. They also said so, he was sick three weeks ago. So, what's the voodoo you think's going on behind the scenes? I hope he didn't catch his cold at the World Juniors. Mm, I don't see that. I friggin' hope not. Yeah, I don't think so. I hope not. Um, he I, might just be sick. I think. Well, what what if it's this? And this is also I have not no reason good. not to take their word. So. But what if it one of the one of the things that uh, young people tend to get? Some young people, I was one of them, is mono. Oh, and no. the great thing about mono is that it doesn't necessarily go once it leaves; it comes back. Roger oh, Federer oh, no. had mono for three weeks. 
Roger Federer then returned to tennis. Steve Mason had mono for a while, too. Yeah. Hang on, though. But he returned to tennis, and for six months, man, he was playing terrible. No one could figure out why. It's because he still had mono. It was still in his system, and it was killing his energy. And, and that's the thing. It's one of those things where it can go away. Or it can linger. So maybe, listen, this is total speculation. I have no proof. But it's some, something that recurs like that. If he's sick, quote unquote sick, I would think it might be something like that. And I feel like or just in, the flu. in this day and age, um, you got to be a little bit more upfront about head injury things. Although I'm not sure all teams are. Um, I feel like the Leafs would have their butts covered. Because that stuff always comes out in the wash. Yeah. It always does. And if I can just throw something out there, the Marlies have like 45 players. <laughs> like, they yeah. can, Andreas Johnson took the warm-up skate last yep. night. Um, the way the way a couple players played in Game 1, I wouldn't be at all shocked to see him get in in Game 2. Uh, might be Tobias Lindbergh. Didn't have the greatest game. And he took an elbowing penalty in the third period, and on the elbow, he uh, went to the bench with his shoulder like that. So I, oh. I, well, yeah, you can all see it on the video, but it looked like he messed up his shoulder. So maybe Johnson slots in there, maybe he slots in somewhere else. Maybe I don't know if the guy can play center. I don't, I don't know enough about him yet. But so, it's, it's going to be very interesting. They got lots of options. So we're going to take our break early on Sportsnet 590 The Fan because when we come back, we're going to talk about a very successful young person who's about to run an NHL franchise. And it is a little bit scary how young this guy is. All the young. Sportsnet 590 The Fan. We are the Steve Dangle Podcast. The Coyotes are going to promote, apparently today, a 26-year-old to be their new general manager. John Ch- was it Cheka? Cheka, I think. I was going to ask you how to pronounce it. I'm going to say Cheka. And I've never Until heard John, but apparently he was the assistant GM all last year anyway. Oh, I didn't know promoting from within. I didn't actually know that. But he's an analytics whiz, as they call him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he will be the youngest GM uh, in the NHL, 26 in years old. pro sports history. Really? North American pro sports. The previous how old was Gord Stelic? 27. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Was he the record? He was the old record, yep. Yeah. Oh, that's at twenty. We should call, we should call him. Legal. Yeah. So there you go. Now, um, hmm. that's yes, Adam. That's like I mean, that's unbelievable. Did it? When you read that, as a human being, mm. did you not sort of think, "What have I done with my life?" Because I sort of did. I felt kind of bad. I felt a little old. I felt a little. Old. I feel I, old now. I know he's only two years younger, but like. One of my strengths, um, like when I did Junior Hockey Magazine, when I was that that show back in two thousand eight nine, one mm-hmm. of my strengths was I could relate to the players because I was literally their age. We had a couple guests on that were, I think, a couple months older <laughs> than I was because I was twenty. I was twenty when I was doing that show. Yeah. You know, we're having nineteen year olds on eighteen, and guys going, "Oh no, I'm I'm intimidated by the host or whatever." Like I've been watching him since I was a kid. I'm like, "Yeah, me too." He's my boss. Yeah. How do you think I feel? That was one of my strengths. Now, like, I'll be talking to these Marley's guys, and I'm like, I can't relate to him. Yeah. Well, I remember at that same time working at Kiss and having regularly having interns that were older than me. Like it was a, that was <laughs> that was part of the course. I was 21. I'm sure they loved you. And I I had interns that were 23, 24, 25 they most of the time. Probably hated your guts. They didn't. No, no. They were the ones that reached out to me. You don't know that. <laughs> Did you hate my guts as an intern? I was younger than you, so no. <laughs> so, Jesse, what we're saying in all of this is you are 23? 
I am 24. 24. So yes. you've got two years to run an NHL franchise Sweet. and beat this guy. So get mm. get on it. I don't know what you're doing here and, right um, now. Correction. It's Stan Caston who has the um, North American Sports record, not Gord Stelic. Ah. What, he, had what's the, he had the previous NHL one. Stan Caston was 27. Gord Stelic was 30. You're still young, man. Yep. Kyle Dubas is 30. Yep. You would have been able to break it, but not anymore. Uh, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. But, you know, I mean, good luck to him. And if there's any market... Where the, I don't want to say the pressure's off, but it's it's a good market for something like that to happen. I would think it's that one. You know, anytime you really differentiate yourself, I don't think you take yourself out of the spotlight. Because, no, you're right. Because he's the youngest. Like if he's a failure, everyone's going to let you know. Everyone's going to oh the coyotes, the broke coyotes went young and probably inexpensive, and look at him. They had a nice young core there, and they screwed it all up. Screwed it all up. With John Troika. <laughs> What's the conversation like when Lamorello calls calls him up, and who's nearly triple his age, and he's trying to make a trade with him? That's actually really good. <laughs> Almost quadruple. Almost quadruple. Almost, because he's 26. Yeah. And, and Lamorello will be, oh, now we're it's doing the, There's almost a, is there a 50-year age gap? He'll be 74 uh, It's November. almost a 50-year age gap. Lou Lamorello <laughs> was done having children. Lou Lamorello's <laughs> children were probably halfway grown up, by the maybe more, by the time John was born. Oh, he's definitely got kids older than him, for sure. And people keep using the Yager thing. Like, I think Yager was, like, well into being an NHL player. Wow. Or no, 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 not quite, because we were born in 88. It's pretty close. Right. Pretty close, man. I think I think it was the year Sundin was drafted. I, I honestly have to say, hats off to the Coyotes. Uh, Dave Tippett apparently is going to play a, 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 an expanded role, because I think you need that. But I think congratulations to him. That's amazing. That's amazing. And I wish him the best of luck. Absolutely. But a word of, a word of caution, I guess, is, um, and I mean, some of this could have been lip service, but uh, Kyle Dubas spoke... I think it was a week or two ago, and he addressed the rumors that the Coyotes wanted him. So supposedly the Coyotes asked the Leafs. Were they interested? They were interested in beginning the Kyle Dubas era <laughs> in the desert. Um, and he said, he goes, frankly, I'm not ready. Like, I don't feel like I'm ready. Uh, one thing he says he kind of discovered last year, uh, you know, in his assistant GM role, in that kind of platoon thing they had going on, was he's got lots to learn. Yeah, he said he wasn't ready. Now, in keeping with the Leafs doctrine, what else was he going to say? You know, damn, I really wanted that job. <laughs> I can't think- wait to get out of this place. It's nice and hot there. It's dry. Freaking cold here. It's still May. I hate it. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, everywhere else right now where May is a, is a nice month, not in Toronto. No. No. It's a gray Ugly ass month hey. right now. <laughs> 22 on Saturday. Yay! Wow, really? 22 on Saturday. By the way, that's not Fahrenheit. Wow. It's 22 degrees Celsius, everyone. <laughs> Four more degrees and you have John Chaka's age. Uh, what? Dude, does that make, I wonder too, I wonder if GMs are like looking at that and like salivating like, ooh, I'm going to manipulate this kid. But I bet he's looking at them going, ha, I've got... I've got all the statistical knowledge because here's the deal. This guy's this guy's smart. He uh, is the co-founder and served as the director of a, an operation called Stat Statletes. 
worst name Incorporated? Ever. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. Uh, it's an analytics firm. He was also involved. <laughs> also, so already, I don't like him. If you, yeah, if, you, if I can't pronounce your... I know what you're trying to do there, but we should be able to easily pronounce Wait, your company name. Stats and athletes? Staff athletes. <laughs> Well, you know. I'm sorry, you have staff please. <laughs> <laughs> he was involved in all areas of hockey uh, for, uh, I guess, the Arizona Coyotes, so the NHL and amateur player evaluation and all of that stuff. So cool. Good for him. Cool. I was just thinking your your comment about other GMs salivating at calling him. I'm just <laughs> imagining a trade between him and the Canucks that totally favors the Coyotes and Jim Benning <laughs> and I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you metal kids <laughs> uh, yes. I'm sorry I keep picking on him I keep picking on him Jim, Jim Benning's your guy hey here's a fun fact uh, Lightning Vice President Dave Andrichuk what? made some comments about a couple players what? did you done hear that? did you done hear that? that? Hey, I want to hear his expertise at least it wasn't an owner but it was a VP Dave Anderchuk. Are we going to get to an owner? Well, we could. Ooh. Ooh. In let's the meantime. Do, let's do Anderchuk first. Anderchuk says... Uh, a few people saw a certain tweet yesterday and were like, Steve, 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 Steve. Anderchuk says, Anderchuk says that the, at Steven Stam, the Steven Stamkos era. Can I just point out that the coffee has hit Steve? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, 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 not on your, not oh, on your person. This? Just, yeah. it's, oh. yeah, the caffeine's gone to your head. I, look, I looked at my chest, so it hasn't hit me that hard. <laughs> it hasn't hit me that hard. Remember, I said I, coffee I, just sorry. reanimates I just, your corpse. I cannot actually... wait for people to come back to this video and just watch that moment. Just Steve, like, <laughs> I wonder what Jesse means. Does he mean... <laughs> <laughs> Listen! This is why I make fun of Benning. I'm insecure about my own stupidity. So, Dave Anderchuk says that the Steven Sam Coast era <laughs> will continue in Tampa Bay. He says they're going to keep him. And they're going to find a way to keep them. Cool. And it's going to, both sides are going to work it out. Cool. Jonathan Drouin, though, not so sure. Oh, this guy didn't work out so good for him. So here's you the deal. That? Okay, you got guy who is under control and playing quite well in the playoffs. He's been hit a couple times, but Jonathan oh, Drouin? Yeah. Boy, did he just he get got, lit up by Hickey. It was an explosion on the ice. It was a fantastic hit. I saw people complaining about it. Get, get no, out. Get no, out. that's a good hit. That hit is fine. Um... And then you've got... So you're not sure about that guy who's playing well f for you. And then the guy that, that you've had issues with all season, perceptually, can't work a deal out, definitely some friction with upper management, that's the guy that you're going to come out and you're going to say that you're going to keep? Money can't buy me happiness, but I'm happiest when I... Hey, man, they can offer him eight years and they can offer him... This is why if they can pay him. They but, can keep him. Man, this is why people come out and say, "Well, we're focused on the postseason right now." Mm -hmm. mm. So no one has to hold you because whether it's anything, I don't know why. I don't even know why he was interviewed. Who's talking to Dave Anderson about stuff? I mean, really, Steve Eiserman's the guy. It's nothing against Dave Anderson or Anderchuk. Did I say Anderson before? Nothing against I Dave Anderchuk. No, no, no. um, Dave Anderchuk is a is a NHL legend. He won a cup there. People love him. There is a statue of him outside the arena. I have seen it with my own eyes. It's amazing. Good for him. But why is that not coming from Steve Eiserman, who is a political animal when it comes to talking to the media? He's amazing. Is it? Is it? See, I always try to think it's a tactical thing, like to distract from all the should Brian Boyle be suspended talk and drawn, Jonathan uh, Drouin be maybe. Ah, uh, no, I think he was just commenting on a thing that maybe he shouldn't have ought to 
commented on. Yeah, I mean, he probably he's probably involved in the negotiations, so he probably knows. God, you know, I, I, I it probably makes some people's job a little more difficult, but I love how the Leafs don't say anything. Yeah, <laughs> these days. Yeah. yeah. Not, it's not really any hot water. It this just, year. it just, and that's the best part is it, there's just no uh, around the team. It's that feeling in your gut uh, where you're like, uh, this is gross. Like after Randy Carlisle, we always go back to this, made the fine, just fine comment about uh, James Reimer. That was an uh, feeling the next day, an uh, feeling for the next couple weeks. Well, and Babcock, Babcock had a few. He had a few, and he kind of provided enough ammo for the rest of the organization but Lou didn't really offer much no Dubas didn't offer much I actually saw Lou on Tim and Sid uh, the other day and I watched the clip of it because we're on at the same time and and Lou as an interview he is so hard he like if we ever have to interview Lou Lamorello I'm going to be sweating going into it because Tim McAuliffe who, McAuliffe who is the world's nicest guy he is very nice says yeah. how do you um, to something to the effect of how do you go about assessing the prospects that you're gonna you're gonna pick before you know before you, you go into the draft. And what do you think Lou Lamorello's response to that was? Well, uh, none of your damn business. <laughs> there's there's one idea, Jesse. Thoughts? Um, I'm along the same lines as Steve. Okay, he said, "Well, I don't really understand what that question means." <laughs> <laughs> but and then he went into a thing. And oh, I, did he yeah. It anyway, <laughs> oh. I was like, "But, but see, that's a fair question. How do you go about assessing who you're going to pick?" <laughs> but Lou Lamorello's like, "Just so you know, it's it's almost Lou La- reminding you that he's freaking Lou Lamorello." You know? See, Tim. I, I gotta listen to that clip, but it's Tim, good. You gotta, you know what? You can't just let him answer at that point. You gotta cut him off and be like, "Here's what I meant," unless you actually don't know what you meant. And you can't, being, you can't let him take control. I don't care who he is. Tim and Sid were being so respectful. They all the questions were above board. There was no gotcha moment. It was just, "What gotcha. do you, what do you want to do?" And and Lou still had to throw that his way because he's Lou Lamorello. We gotta get those guys on too. Oh, I'd love to have them on. It'd be on. great. They'd be hysterical. Now, oh Lou, um, the best. a couple a couple things before we get to that tweet. Uh, and this is not a big story, but I, I it is an interesting story. Do you remember when? Well, do you remember when last episode uh, we were talking about the Flames? I do. Uh, and we were talking Sometimes about. You don't. Brad, yeah, really. Brad, <laughs> uh, is it traveling? I, oh, I never. Treliving. Uh, Treliving. I can never remember that. Brad Treliving was talking about Bob Hartley, and they're talking about in the press conference, why did you let Bob Hartley go? And he says, well, he took us as far as Bob Hartley could take us, mm-hmm. and there were some philosophical differences. That's paraphrasing, but that's about what he said, and, there, and I believe I'm using the exact same words. Um, Bob Hartley has come out and said, uh, the philosophical differences is new to me. Oh. oh. That's awkward. That's awkward. That See, sucks. Do you keep your mouth shut when you're trying to look for a new job? Do you not, not if you're Bob Harley. No. No, I think you get to a certain point you don't care. Hasn't he okay. won a cup? He won a, the second Avalanche Cup, didn't he? He has a cup, I believe. I just don't remember with who. And a lot of guys were assistants. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Quenville has one, I think, with Colorado, too. But I don't. Re- I don't remember if he was head imagine coach or assistant. Imagine he's your like. He's your your Quin- Quinville is your as the assistant coach. He's taking care of your like. You're the forward. You're in the forwards, and Quinville's your coach. <laughs> not not the head coach, but he's. You imagine the stare down from your head coach and Quinville. <laughs> just be just miserable. Just looks. different shades of purple on the bench. Hartley has a cup with the Avalanche in 2000, 2001. Head coach. As, as, as head coach. Head coach. That's oh, right. After go. after Mark Crawford was let go, he was not assistant in '96. '96, uh, yeah, I would guess so. Because oh, okay. yeah, his head coaching career started in '98. So yeah, 
Nice. Well, so Bob Hartley's looking for a job. Um, uh, and, and the Flames are looking for a coach. You know, another team looking for a coach, Adam. Ottawa Senators. Ottawa Senators. So tell, t- let's, let's talk about this quote. First of all, it's important to know in this quote, who said it? Or do we want to hear the quote first? I'm going to read the tweet as I read it. Okay. Okay. This is from one John Shannon, Rogers Sportsnet fame. Good handshake. Oh. Very good handshake. Yeah. Very good handshake. Yeah, I handshake. wouldn't know, but you guys would, I guess. We'll invite you next time. Okay. Promise. Don't believe you. Shut up. <laughs> John no. Shannon tweets the following. Eugene Melnick tells Primetime Sports... He expects a short list of two by Friday from Pierre Dorian and the Senators uh, on the Senators' coaching search. Hmm. Okay. Pretty juicy, I, I suppose. That tweet's all right. There's some information there. But you want to know the next tweet? I do. I do desperately. Same person? Same person. John Shannon, Primetime Sports. <laughs> Talking about Eugene Melnick. Auto <laughs> Senators are Melnick says he will talk to the final two candidates, but will probably go with Dorian's recommendation unless a guy really screws it up. And unless a guy really screws it up is in quotes. So hold on. So, okay, Steve, you're, you're, you're the, you're the owner of the team that I am GMing. Okay. So I have to come to you with, with two guys that I really like. And I don't, Get to choose the guy? I thought the point was just you choose who you like. Adam, you get to choose no problem unless you really screw it up. Yeah. Unless it's not the guy that I want. Mm. And and I know you're going to interview him, but like... What if Melnick really likes the other guy? That you... Then you might have really screwed it up. Yeah, that means... (laughs) Damn, dude. Then how dare you? Ah! Oh, do I love that the Senators are in the same division as the Leafs. But why are they bad? <laughs> why are they bad? <laughs> I don't know. Is that a rhetorical question? How come they're bad? <laughs> Once again, Melnick said he will talk to the final two candidates. Oh, they got it down to two. But we'll probably go with... What's the best part of this tweet? Let's talk about that. Uh, there's Melnick says he will talk to the final two candidates. So the owner is talking to the final two candidates for the coaching job. Concerning. But we'll probably go with Dorian's recommendation. So, first question that I have, and then I'm going to get to the problem I have with the tweet. What's that? First question. First question. Do we know and can we look up, why is Eugene Melnick rich? I, what, what did he make his fortune do? I don't actually know. Can we find that out? Because I feel like it was some sort of technology company. I, b- I believe a blogger tried to write a series of things about that. And some things happened to those posts that he wrote. That's he alleged. I'm not, well, I'm not, I didn't say who did it. I he no ran idea. a pharmaceutical company. Okay. That oh. was bought out. Oh, that'll make you money. Oh, yeah. No kidding. That'll make you money, too. And it was bought out. Holy smokes. That'll make you money. Okay, so they just you know put a lump sum of cash. Company. Okay, so, all right, cool. So he, this sounds like, to me... Let's 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 base it down to Eugene Melnick is working at Shoppers Drug Mart and he's the manager there. This sounds like he's interviewing somebody for a position like that. 
not a position of head coach in the NHL, and and quote unquote really screws it up. He's going. It seems to me like he's going into this like a typical employee. But I got to say, head coaches not typical employees. We're talking. You could hate your head coach, but if the philosophy's right, you kind of got to go with it, right? Don't you? And what is his grounds for really screws it up? I think if you're a president like Brian Burke or you're a president like Brendan Shanahan uh, or even I think Trevor Linden is the president in Vancouver. I think if you're the president with like a real hockey background there, you can maybe let it, your opinion trickle down to the GM. Not maybe. You probably should. Yeah. That's your job. Owner? Ah. I mean, the owner is paying the salary, and the owner will tell you that. What are you paying the GM for? What are you paying him for if you're making this decision? I mean, I know that's nice. Just be the GM! (laughs) Do any trade you want to make. Make it on NHL NHL 16. See what the video game says. If it's good, then make it. What about... Like, Like, why not? Why not? Who is the president of the Ottawa Senators? Is it him? I don't know. Do they have one? I don't know. Do they afford one? I don't know. Oh, Oh my God. Oh my God. Hire Randy Carlisle. Oh my God. Hire Randy Carlisle. That's oh my God. that. But that's the thing is that they have talked to him. Now, Randy's list was on Randy was on a list of a lot of people. And what's great about this is too. And I believe Steve, you mentioned this on Twitter. If Ottawa wants to hire Randy, they got to let the Leafs know. They yeah. gotta, the Leafs have to give them permission. And I was like, listen, I know we're a divisional rival, but yep, take him. <laughs> you didn't even let me finish. Oh, please take him. I'll take him. <laughs> oh, I'll pick him up, drive him. I'll pay for the flight. What, but what's sad this year is we don't get a third round pick from uh, the Ottawa Centers no. for Randy Carlisle. Stupid. <laughs> Piece of crap. Like, that's garbage. Like, Yeah, we, got, we lost two third rounders for that. I don't understand. Well, and it's not like you can undo that. But, like, for a very brief little stint, for a very brief period of time, you had to give up picks. And the Leafs just happened to be in a spot Listen, where they needed to we, get a couple new guys, and now they got to give up two. We just won the draft lottery, and we have I know we have eight picks in the first four rounds this year. I wrote a post, So let's just be happy. I wrote a post a few months ago of all the teams that had to give up uh, picks for... Um, Managers, coaches, coaches, and GMs. One of them is going to be a Jamie Benn. Like, at least yep. one of them. Yep. Have you guys ever heard of Cyril Leader? Yeah, why? Why do I know that name? He is the president of the Ottawa Senators. Never heard of him. Wow. Seriously never heard of him. Maybe I'm getting confused with someone else I thought I knew. Cyril Leader. He runs the uh, Ottawa Senators hockey. That's how you spell his name. I don't think I've ever seen him in an interview. Never heard of him. He runs their uh, corporation as president. There you go. Never heard of him. What is that, Sens Corp? Uh, Senators Sports and Entertainment Corporation. Wouldn't it be great if it was just like Sens, S E N Z? Their logo is like. This, this logo like will work with the chain. millennials. Yeah. He, has, he has a chain and a clock. And just. It's just him. So you're huge. Suge- you're suggesting the public enemy version of the Ottawa Senators jersey? Is Why that- not at this point? Why not? I get to make all the decisions. Have you? Okay. Hey, I don't think that's a great decision. That's great because I'm the owner. Shut up. <laughs> I love I love the time of year that we're in. Because this time of year, it's like um it's it's like all the great stories are just about to squish into one tiny little window mm. that will give us things to talk about for months to come. All the things. All the things. We're, we are going to know in the next 
six weeks ish, eight weeks, what every team is attempting to do. Let me ask you guys a question. I'm going to be at a wedding on the day of the draft. You're not going to be dancing much. I'll put put it that way. What do I do with my phone? Oh, you. you if got I it. have it on me, I'm going to be on it all night. If I have it on me, I I could pretend like I'll be. <laughs> I think this is the last year that you're doing anything on the draft or on free agency day. First off, and and I'll I'll say the same for myself too. The last time that you will ever go attend an event on draft day, because oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. you got to be available for that. I'm a groomsman, man. Right. I'm just saying you have to be available for that. I'm just saying it's going to happen. I'm just going to tell all my friends that you're not allowed to Sorry, get married. Sorry, don't get married on, on draft day. day. Don't Just don't get married on draft day. No, it's I'm, easy. No, there are a lot of weekends in the summer. Take another one. <laughs> if you want not me to be groomsman. Yeah. Oh, okay, guys, we moved it to July 1st. No, what are you ah, ah, Damn on. it. Damn it. No, but uh, I got to like put my phone in a fish tank, right? And then I'll just come in having said nothing about anything and I'll just let it all dump out of my head on the show. Something like that. That's what we're going to have to do. Well, I'm not even going to be there for the week before or the week after. So I'm going to miss everything. And I, I planned this trip. This is what kills me. I planned a trip to London for the week of draft and free agency and the week after. So I'm going to come back and I'm going to be like, I hate myself. I missed all the good stuff. So what I miss? Well, Sam goes is a leaf. <laughs> Austin Matthews is a leaf. Traded yeah. to Arizona yeah, for Matthews Oliver Ekman Larson. Is a defenseman. And by the way, if you see any, um, any trade speculation stuff on Austin Matthews, but right before we go here, because mm-hmm. we're about to go, um, people need stuff to write about. Keep that in mind. And remember to look at the website that is posting it. There's a lot of websites out there reposting information that has been reposted from blogs, legitimate blogs, who then, who originally took it from primary sources and repost and like repost Nick Kiprios and yeah. company and Elliot Friedman. It's like if you ever post a video to YouTube and then download it from YouTube and then repost it to YouTube and then download it from YouTube and then repost The quality... Yeah. Gets worse. Just because there's an article posted and there's a headline associated with that article on your Facebook page doesn't mean that the article comes from a legitimate source. Now, I will say this. Every single year, there's a Leafs getting the first overall pick rumor. Every single so now, year. So now that we have it, now we're going to trade it. Now. Just, yeah, we're just on the other end of it. Just on the other end of it. Uh, young Avery. Oilers uh, video blogger. He came up to me yesterday. He's just like, "Oh man, Leafs got the got the damn first pick." I'm like, "Let us have one. You take all of yours. You had a hashtag that would make it five. Are you kidding me? You have Connor McDavid. Give it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Give it. Get out of Spread here. Spread the love, Avery. Who's the, the nicest up, dude? Anyway, no, I'm well. Sorry, Avery. I'm not yelling at you. We got to go on Sportsnet 590 the fan. But when we when we do uh, when you download this portion of the show or do the download portion of the show at Sportsnet.ca or on iTunes, Steve Angle Podcast, subscribe. You got to check out the Mike Francesa audio Ooh. that we have because he's calling out Rick DiPietro. What? <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's next on uh, this, the download portion of the show. Thank you so much for listening. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. It is what's on the inside that counts. All right, so I'm going to go on the record right now and say I have not heard this. I unfortunately have. Which is sad, but at least one of us hasn't heard it. Did Jesse have I you? have not heard it. Okay, so apparently, Ooh. here's the deal. Uh, Rick DiPietro called out Mike Francesa, and we had 
uh, we had the original clip where Mike Francesa was talking to a listener and saying, hey, you know, the, the Islanders. Uh, you know, yeah, Islanders are just a third-rate organization. Third-rate organization. He's like, you, you need to get over there, Mike, and you gotta, you gotta broadcast live from the Barclays Center. And Mike's like, well, I don't think uh, they... Uh Yo, uh, you, know, you know how they screen callers? Like, sir, could you could you actually do that a little more stereotypical? <laughs> could you please be more of a New Yorker? Yeah. I mean, that'd be great. Now, we have been called. I'm out- just working in an office. No, 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 no. You're a you're a you're a garbage truck driver or something. You're, yeah, you're, yeah. You're gonna- <laughs> uh, no, we just pulled over side of the road, there, Mike. And uh- um, we've been called out for being critical of other shows. And, and it's funny because really the only other show we ever mention is Mike Francesa's. Um, and Mark Madden. Well, okay. Or whatever. Who cares? It's legitimate. I don't people, give a shit. By the way, it's, that's what happens when you put yourself in the public eye is people tend to criticize you yeah. as, as what has happened to us on multiple you occasions. People should do. Make their own podcast. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, come on. You know, Step you got to us, bro. Come on. <laughs> what you want? You know, you guys criticize a lot of shows, said the person criticizing our show. <laughs> I mean, it's all it's all valid. I mean, if they're saying something we want to comment about, we will. If we say something people want to comment about, go ahead. There's a Reddit for that. And this comes from at RNs underscore Funhouse, which if you want to keep track on all things Mike Francesa, that is all this person does. And they have something. They've got 6,000 followers just from doing that. Wow. Just from doing that. Now, Mike and Rick, I I don't have Rick's specific quotes in front of me, but basically called him out. So we're going to let Mike take it from here. In in the last week, a little hard on the Islanders for a couple of reasons, dating to how they uh, do a little of their business. And it got back to me that uh, their ex-goalie who does a show with Alan Hunt, I don't know what the name of the show is, uh, Hunt and Humpty. By the way, it's not Hunt and Humpty. I, but it's his direct Mike Francesa is calling out in this instance his direct competition at ESPN Radio because he's on Fox I believe no he's on W Fan is, but I believe isn't that the name of the show though because DiPietro's nickname is Humpty oh is it yeah, yeah okay yeah. maybe it, I heard that it wasn't or something I don't know I didn't really I don't I know I don't know what the context is I would imagine he's making him he's making fun of himself for always getting hurt right yeah that makes sense. Did you think that's what Francesa was saying? I yeah. Oh no! I, no, no, I thought no, no, it was no, no. a diss. Okay, all right, cool. I was like, damn, Mike, that's a creative one. <laughs> that is a creative one. We'll keep going. Yeah. On, I don't know. It's one of these countless shows they've had on, uh, you know, through the years. Just another one that's now gonna, you know, gonna take us on and beat us and do all the things that we've heard, you know, four million times in the last twenty-five, thirty years. That's a very it, like, New York radio you know, thing, another. by the way. eh? Oh, they all call each other out. Yeah. Opie, Opie and Anthony used to always thump the, well, look where we are and look where you are. And Frances is like, ah, that uh, show's irrelevant or uh, whatever. whatever. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very New York radio thing. Totally. Like, all, ah, well, I'm here and you're where you are. They Shut all up. make veiled shots at each other. Shut and up, stupid. Howard Stern used to straight up call people out and then oh, have them on too. the air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he'd bring them on and be like, you're not very good. <laughs> it was great. And they would go on because they're like, holy shit, I get to be on Stern. So so Mike is calling out his direct, direct competition. Um, Rick DiPietro and his uh, co-host are on at the exact same time. Alan Mike Hahn. is Alan Hunt. Yes. Here we go. Another one that's now going to, you know going to take us on and beat us and do all the things that we've heard, you know, four million times in the last 25, 30 years. I've heard it like, you know, another 100,000 times. But I gather he took umbrage and felt he needed to protect the team that's paying him. And you know what? I might 
have a warm spot for a team that was paying me through 2029 also uh, when I did nothing except shoot my mouth off and basically somehow bilk them out of a 15-year deal uh, and have a losing record for my career. But I gather he said some... You know, he should said some disparaging things about me about after I attacked the Islanders. I didn't say anything about him. Uh, obviously, I wouldn't pay much attention to him. But now that he's in my business and actually is, and I use this in quotes, competition, giggle. Um, <laughs> but here's a guy shooting his mouth off at a show that beats him. Now, you should understand this. This would be like basically your typical night in Nets. Seven and a half to one. <laughs> All right? Eight to one on a normal in a normal book. Eight to one, you're getting beat. Just shut your mouth and be happy you got a job to find somewhere to go every day. Now, this is not for Alan Hahn, who's a good guy, does a good job with the Knicks. Somehow he got hooked up with this stooge, and uh, maybe he can get away from him and still salvage his career on the radio. But, uh, I mean, Is Mike listen, upset? You, from what I understand, you played goalie better than you do the radio, which didn't say much, <laughs> from what I understand, you know. And now the Islanders are winning now that you're basically shooting your mouth off on the radio. So stick to things, or stick to, you know, a league you can compete in. And tackling me in the radio business, you know, you're you, and I'm Gordy Howe. So, you know, climb up, please. And maybe you can go to the game tonight and cheer. Get a little pom-pom, go sit there. And listen, like I said, I'd be rooting for, if I'm DPH, I'd be rooting for a team that's paying me one and a half million dollars, which isn't bad money, through 2029. Which isn't bad money. doing absolutely nothing. The happiest day of their life was getting out from under that 15-year mess on that contract. The paltry sum you are paid, sir, while I, fancy radio person, make, make ten more. times... Oh, boy. There's so much there. There's so much there. And I don't know if people from New York f understand the way others appreciate the fact that they're from New York. There's some, something about the way he said, oh, radio business. There's something, something about the way he said, oh, radio business. It, just, it was very New York. Oh, yeah. Very oh. New York. I, it's hard to get much more New York than Mike, Mike is. Now, by the way. So, uh, I got to meet a bunch of people at the Marley's game last night. Uh, a lot of them, uh, th there, was a, there was a group of girls, and I think the oldest of them was 16. They were all like 16 and under, which means they were born in the 2000s, wow. which makes me feel sad. But they, a lot of them don't know, a lot of the people listening to the show don't know about the Rick DiPietro contract and saga. So let me fill you in, by Why, the way. Because it's, it's older than them. <laughs> <laughs> On September 12th, 2006, oh. the New York Islanders signed Rick DiPietro to a 15-year $67.5 million contract, paying him $4.5 million against the cap and an actual salary every year from the 2006-7 season to the 2020-21 season. And just just a point of order on that one, Steve. Back then, there was those fast and loose rules where you could do that. Where you could put a whole <laughs> bunch of money at the beginning of the deal, and even though you would get 
it, it was the way to get around the deal. So you you do the Kovalchuk, which is give him thirteen million dollars for the first four years, and then pay him one million for the last. Shea movie. Weber, I think, is still making fourteen million dollars. Yes, because you're you're assuming that these players uh, will retire at a certain point, and that would, there's no cap recapture and whatever. They've since gotten rid of that. The Islanders didn't even do that. Didn't even do it. They just were like, no, we'll just play a flat flat rate. And you know what? I de- I defended it a little bit. Well, no, no, no. I didn't. I didn't think it was a good deal, but. I did give the Islanders the benefit of the doubt of maybe this could work out because he was playing above average hockey for a while there. And if he was an above average goalie in the NHL, $4.5 million would have been a good discount the way things were going. But he, if he was still in the league, is making Bernier money. He's making $4.5 million. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be a steal until the end of the deal when he'd be like 40 anyway. It was a bad deal. Well, and right now, so what Mike was referring to, uh, he was bought out. It doesn't say when. Doesn't say. I want to say 2011, 2012. Yeah. So, so six years, and well, there's only the nine. Last left. time he played a game for the Islanders was 2013. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. That recent? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Holy so, the, so the buyout was would have been then, right after the lockout. Then yes. Yeah. I think he might have been. Oh yes, was he, a he was a compliance buyout because the cap hit is zero 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 zero. But starting in twenty thirteen fourteen and ending in twenty eight twenty nine, he's going to make one point five against the cap. So he and Mike Richards are million dollars for into oh, the, well into their fifties. I'm pretty sure his goes past Mike Richards. Twenty twenty nine. How old are we going to be in twenty twenty nine? That's Holy. thirteen fourteen years from now. Thirteen years from now. How many cups will the Leafs have by then? Five. Five. Not one. Not two. Not three. Not four. Not four. Five! <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and you know what, Mike? Boy. I think Mike makes a really good point here. Because, you know, we, we started on the show. The first clip we ran on Mike, we, we were like, how is this guy on the radio? But yeah, that's we're what, just like, look at this doddering old man. And yet, Mike, that's why, that's the magic of Mike. Because... Mike stands out, and that's what you have to do. And and, uh, and and in listening to this, he makes a good point. It's like, no, no, no. You are a hockey player. Hmm. I am a radio announcer. You are now in my arena. Do not come at me because you don't stand a chance. And he was saying in the latest ratings book, he's like, I'm beating them eight people to one. But I bet a lot of people tuned in the next day to see what Rick DiPietro had to say about Mike. Or they waited for it to come out on the internet. Or they waited for it to come out on the internet. Whatever. It's still it's all clicks, man. It's mm-hmm. all something. Sure. It's all something. I haven't like, heard anything from Rick DiPietro, by the way, so I didn't even bother searching. Me neither, that. but does Rick win because he gets the publicity? No. Mike wins because his ratings are there. No, 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 no. But oh, because he Rick gets the publicity? benefits from this. <laughs> Only if Rick is a good broadcaster. That's the thing. There's this there's no, this thing in broadcasting because listen, if if you go okay, so you tune into Rick's show and you're listening to Rick and you and you finally hear his response to Mike. Hmm. But and the entire time you've been listening to this Han, Hanson uh Humpty? Han and Han and Han and Humpty. I don't know. We're not from there. We Why don't are they not using Di Pietro? Are you kidding me? Humpty? It's, it's, it's oh, stop it, guys. Anyway, <laughs> use the name that everybody in New York knows. Di Pietro. People know that name. I don't think they associate that with happy things, though. What about Humpty? It's funny. It's, it's or potato radio. chips. No, Humpty. it's a bad name. It's a bad show weenie name. In it's the bad butt in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that is a weenie in the butt name if I've ever heard one. In the morning. <laughs> um, they, 
on your radio. So let's so let's say they listen they listen to Rick DiPietro and this other guy for two hours, just waiting for this damn response. Which I don't know why anybody would do that. <laughs> then, then they got to listen to these guys and they got to hear them and go, oh, well, oh, that's why. Yeah, it's the same reason why people have the same routine in the morning. And the same routine in the afternoon. It's because they like what they like, and that's the thing that they like. So they're going to go and they're going to listen to Rick, maybe, or maybe not. And unless Rick is incredible and can pull them out of their routine, which, dude, just started. I don't, I don't, I think. Anyway, I, I don't know. I, yes, I mean, there's, there's a chance, reasonable. but I don't think people are just leaving a guy who's been on the air for 25 years in New York in the afternoon. Devil's, I just don't. Devil's advocate. And, and let me put this uh, into terms that everybody can understand. Drake versus Meek Mill. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Drake, very calculated about the whole thing, completely smokes Meek Mill, kind of kind of ruins him. What if it doesn't take Meek Mill four days to respond, and he comes out with another diss track, and he completely smokes Drake? Before that rivalry, who was bigger? Well, Drake was bigger. Dr- exactly. And he just goes, here you go, Meek. Here's a perfect chance to benefit from this. I don't think Meek benefited from this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So even though Meek got totally smoked, the opportunity was there. Right. And would Drake's album have sold as well? No. Had it not been for that Meek Mill beatdown? No. What was there, Steve? What, what was there for Meek? Was there an opportunity for an Meek? An opportunity. And he didn't make the most of his opportunity. Sorry, Jesse. Yeah, wow. Wow. Uh, I forgot Mike Babcock was a, was a big fan mm-hmm. um, of all that stuff. But the, the opportunity is there for for uh, for DiPietro to, to clap back, if you will. There's another unsuccessful diss track, Ja Rule. Exactly. I'm so old. Um, so there's a guy who tweeted me this morning, and it has to do with this Hello Canada's most beautiful... Um, which which you I'm on. They were on. making fun of me on BT this morning, of course. And uh, his <laughs> yes, his Sorry. name is Hogan, but his at on Twitter is T W I D R O N T H E S H I D R. Do you know what that sounds out to be? No. Twitter on the shitter. Oh. Well. So Hogan's comment. <laughs> I don't think Hogan's a, a podcast listener. Uh, Hogan's comment is predictable. He says, but I actually think it's pretty funny. He says, if Adam Wilde dyed his hair blonde and turned sideways, he would be the spitting image of Beavis. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to give Hogan credit. I, I would not expect that kind of tweet from a guy w- with that Twitter handle, but I I got... Poetry snaps. Poetry snaps to uh, to Hogan. That, that was that was funny. <laughs> I think that was actually really really good. And Jesse, you started a random Steve Dangle Photoshop contest for some reason. Yeah, I did. I'm gonna throw them in, the, in this podcast video. There's a Snapchat of Steve looking majestically out the Go Train window. So I said, "Hey, Photoshop contest. Let's see what you can Photoshop into um, this picture." And that is amazing. amazing oh, I, I can't believe how good. Like, there's one with there's I like can't wait. Thirty of them. He's on the lake shore. Yeah, is the that was that was one of my oh favorites. Oh my god, and it's so beautifully <laughs> it looks, done. Like, it's perfect. It looks like he's actually looking. Have at you the lake seen shore. that? 
Someone was like, you're looking, you're looking out the window yeah. and, and you're looking at your phone right now. And I know that you missed out on the entire part of this conversation. <laughs> I did, but trust me, you'll be happy with it. Okay, me. okay, cool. Okay. No, that's fine. <laughs> but someone, it's you looking out the window and it's a picture of Lakeshore, which is a, oh, a Lakeshore yeah. after the renovation. And then there's keys on the ground. Major keys. But like, you know, keys. I lost no, I know. I got, yeah. I got yeah. it. I got it's it. It's amazing. <sighs> what? I'm such I, a letdown. Steve's reaction to that is I such know, a letdown. I know. He's, he's distracted right now. Because my reaction to something else. All right, what do we got? What do we got? It, this is going to be good. I feel okay. like it's going to be good. I also want to bring something up after. Okay. And then we got to get into the press conference. Yes. Uh, oh. No, that's not it. Shoot. Well, no. No, no, no. Shut up. Because it's brand new. It's breaking news. God damn it. From... What? <laughs> what? I've never been. Okay, fine. Yeah, I won't yeah. bring up. Love I won't it. bring up the fact Love that it. we're we just missed the first round of the WHL draft. You know that was a huge bit we did. You know what I was about oh, to bring up? Oh, what's the name? You know what I was about to bring up? The first round of the WHL draft. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, I could have done that without making myself look like a dick. <laughs> you just like, fuck you guys. All right. So we missed the first round the of the first round of the WHL draft. <laughs> <laughs> on the Adam and Jesse show. <laughs> this is the second show in a way, uh, by the way, where Steve has walked out. Yes. Second show in a row, I For believe. For anybody listening, Steve walked out. <laughs> That's the second time you've done that this week. You guys know nothing about the podcast business. <laughs> so you guys. If you want to step to me. In round one of the uh, WHL Bantam Draft, which we did last year, and it was amazing. I guess I can put my phone down. 22 teams drafted. Actually, one pass, so 21. I can't believe it's been a year. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, keep going. There was two Jacksons. Two! Spelt differently. <laughs> they, <laughs> they were drafted 16 and 17th. One chose to use a traditional spelling of Jackson. Oh, and no. And then the other one went J-A-C-S-O-N. Should have dropped the K. Oh, for f- Jason? No, it's Jackson. Jason. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Jason. Balagne. Yo, it's Jason. I don't even care. That's D-nice. not Jackson. D-nice. <laughs> Where's D nice? There's there's two Bradens. Oh, okay, well, no. there's two Bradens. Braden was big when we were growing up too. But but there's there's a but because there's a Caden. How does one spell Caden? So if you put Braden and Braden together with Caden, are they the BBK line? Oh. <laughs> Depends if they spell it with a K. Tell me it's the BBK line. They went and, w- and when they crip wop like that's what's up. Crip walk like that's what's up. You know, lean back. So, Come on. So, that's no, B2K, but so, anyway. Sorry. So they call it K A E. Put all your body weight on that, Adam. K A E D A M. It's Caden. Caden. Uh, yes. Um, first overall is Peyton. Okay, well. Peyton. How does. Uh, wait. Pay- Peyton spelled like Peyton. There's okay. a lot of Dins, by the way. Oh, it is. Caden, Braden. Second overall, Peyton. though. Kirby. No. <laughs> you swallowed the first pick overall <laughs> and then spit him back out and stole I was going to say, I hope he doesn't suck. <laughs> oh, man. Why are you naming your kid Kirby? Are you deaf? So, Come on. So shout out the draft this year. All right. Nobody at this in this in on this show is allowed to name their child Kirby, okay? 
No. Kirby is the video game character and that alone. Or Payson. <laughs> Payson. <laughs> or Payson. Kale. Payson sounds like a Star Wars like name. Payson. Ah, Payson. <laughs> Finally, you have arrived. <laughs> and then we got the regular names like Liam and Trent and Ethan and Taylor. Hey, is it weird? <laughs> is it weird that my girlfriend has a list of baby names on her phone? No. No, 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 it's just kind of something. But she's and the thing is, I I discovered this about a year ago. But the thing was, she had it like way before she even met me. Like she knew, she's been keeping track of names that she likes. Oh, she knows what the wedding's going to look like too. Like you are secondary. You're just the groom that goes in the groom slot. Like okay, so she's just waiting. So she was filling the other slots, and then the groom slot just happened to be filled. Yeah, she's already got her the colors picked out. That she knows what everyone's gonna wear, the the venue, the the food. You're just kind of the guy who shows up in a suit. Hmm. Although she has what you are gonna wear picked out as well. You don't get a say in that. Yeah, it's not weird. I mean, and actually, I'm okay with that because she's she's good stylist. So Mm -hmm. I would. That is true. But that look you just gave, where you're like, "Mm, that's not entirely true. No, it is. It is. It's true? Okay. Oh, it's very true. Well, good. Good stuff to look forward to. Less decisions I have to make. And then you can get married and have beautiful children okay. named Kale and Payson. No, they will not be named Kale. And Trent Trentlin. I uh, I was I was worried that you guys would be freaked out by that because it was like I, I looked at I, I I thought for a moment. That gave me pause when I first found out. I was like, is this Is this weird? I, you know when you have moments in a relationship where you're not sure what normal is supposed to be? Every day. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> do other people do this or is it just me? Am I the only person in this particular situation? Which you can't be, mathematically. Hey, if, if you don't want to stress yourself out, never check her Pinterest until you have to. Deal. Let's do the press conference. The Presser SDP. The Steve Dangle Press Conference. Adam. Yeah. Did you say that the Penguins didn't stand a chance against the Capitals? I did. I think I did. Luke <laughs> has a problem with you because now they're up 3-1. Well, <laughs> Luke has a problem with you because he okay, has hindsight. So, but okay, just, just <laughs> Luke has hey, Luke. a problem with you because fuck your prediction, sir. Right. It okay. was incorrect. Okay. All right. All right. If Luke has a problem with me, where was Luke four games ago? Not making shitty predictions, Adam. That's what you were doing. Okay, what what did Luke actually say? Why does Adam think that the Penguins didn't stand a chance against the Capitals? They were the best team over the last month and a half and went out hot into the playoffs. And I think Luke's 100% right, and I think I completely misjudged the situation. I mean, as as happens with predictions, you just don't know. But And that's why I hate predictions, but we still make them because they're entertaining. And I think, you know, you look at the Washington Capitals, who were not just good for the last month, they were good the entire freaking year. Pres- and, trophy. and did they not win 53 games? Something like that. It wasn't a... Ovechkin had almost as many goals. Pittsburgh has shown weakness. Ovechkin and the Capitals have not shown that much, that kind of weakness. Yeah, they've shown a cohesiveness and a desire to win, and not that Pittsburgh hasn't, but they were pretty shaky for the first three months. And anyone can be hot. Sure. Anyone can get hot. So, (laughs) that wasn't actually that bad. I thought it was going to be like, F you, F F the horse you rode in on, F your parents, which the internet (laughs) tends to be like, so. I don't know, I think it's it's part part of... Part of why it's 3-1 right now is what I said heading into the series was mm-hmm. that's actually a pretty even series on paper and the 
Caps had a war against the Flyers. The Penguins had a cup of tea against the Rangers. Yeah. Yep. I, mean, I, I still stick with it. I'm still sticking by my prediction because I made it. I think the Caps are going to win. Oh, wow, Adam. But I'm cheering for the Pence. <laughs> Adam is the guy sides. on the Titanic playing the violin. <laughs> That's what a violin sounds like. Should Austin Matthews wear the jersey number 67? No. Wait, was his childhood idol Robert Zvela? The no. Okay. Or Max Patch ready? Well, now here's the problem. His, do you know what his number is, Adam? No. 34. What's wrong with that? That belongs to a friend of mine. Oh, James. Uh, Jim. Well, I'm sorry, but if Austin Matthews decides to wear the number 34 for the Toronto Maple Leafs, he will be the best number 34 the Toronto Maple Leafs have ever had the How? second he steps on the ice. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> Iron. The minute he puts on a skate. How about I take the other skate and I throw it at your beautiful Hello Canada face? How about that, Adam? How about that? You don't put that evil on James. I didn't put evil on James. I just said Austin Matthews is a great hockey player. That's that's another thing, by the way. I see that on the internet a lot. It's like, okay, I think, so I said that. Mm. And Steve's like, Steve's like, well, that's a diss to someone else. And I was like, I haven't even mentioned anybody else. Listen, you tricky fuck. I'm just saying. I know exactly what I've you're mentioned, saying. I've mentioned nobody. Here's a question. What's the question? We have a question from Steve Dangle. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, what's the question? Uh, have you seen the first round of the WHL draft? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Let, me, let me look for it. Uh, it wasn't as good this year, man. wasn't as good. Uh, now you weren't a fan of Kirby? Uh, I mean, other than... Other That's, than my sick-ass jokes about him, him swallowing up the first pick and stealing his hat, I, I thought that was pretty was funny. pretty funny that I totally talked over. That's okay. Um, James Reimer re-signs in Toronto. You think so? No, I'm just saying, if he does, who gets to wear 34? The best player to ever wear 34 for the you Toronto Maple You do not re-sign a player and give him a different fucking number. <laughs> yeah, James gets to keep that. The rookie has to change. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he does, because James has been there, and he's he's a good guy, and he's he'd be a, like a moral leader in the dressing Earn room. your spot, Rook! Yeah. Show some class! Give him your number. And 33 is more of a round number anyway. It's a goalie 30, number. 34 is a weird number. Yeah, for a player. Someone tried to tell me, I wore it's 33 not. once, and someone tried to tell me that was a goalie number. I was like, no, that's Chris Draper's number. That's why I picked 39 it. 39 was a weird number until Dominic Hasek made it his own. Right. And 57 was a weird number until Bob Wren made it his own. <laughs> and also Sean Hines. <laughs> the reason Bob, Bob Wren, I, the only reason I remember Bob Wren is because he wore 57, and I was like, that is a weird yeah, number. That is, weird you are number. wearing a ketchup number, sir. Weird. <laughs> I saw... I saw uh, I'm not going to say what player it was, but it was it was on Facebook. They they posted a, a picture of themselves at training camp, and the number they were wearing was something like 56 or whatever. And one of his teammates commented on the picture, 56, eh? Wow, you're probably going to make the team. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably going to make it right wow. out of camp. Wow, <laughs> that's bad. That's bad. Oh. <laughs> that player never made the team. Yeah. Press Steve, conference. Someone wants to know the context of the podcast art photo. What's the podcast art photo? You sitting on the bench outside of CBC building. <laughs> oh, a lot of people think I got that lady in the background to pose. No, she was just kind of walking by. 
Well, yeah, and there's people they'll ask us like, how did we come up? With that for the podcast, the truth is that picture existed long before this podcast ever did. You just took a photo. No, I, you know, yeah, what? it was like here's a photo. <laughs> I wanted to get some professional looking photos that weren't just screen grabs uh, or better. <laughs> you yelling in your ba- in your in your bedroom. Yeah, basically, I got my buddy Nate to uh, take some photos, and we were outside CBC, which I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Go ask me in 2012 when I took the pictures. I think it's a nice picture. Fuck you. I just want to know the context. That's the context. I don't think that necessitated it, F. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> you're like, hey, where'd you take that photo? Fuck you! That's oh, where. you listen to the podcast, you're super supportive? Get hey, my ass! Hey, listen, you're in my arena. <laughs> uh, you know, you're going to ask me about pictures. I mean, I take tons of pictures. I take, I take picture lots of pictures. Business, uh, I'm in the picture business. Um, no, that is, uh, Glenn, that is Glenn Gould on the bench outside CBC. And um, lots of people take pictures on that bench. And I am one and of And that's them. a particularly good one. Yeah. Well done, Nate. Thanks. And oh, Steve. Yeah, and Nate. Steve, no, but you... I posed. I'm the art. Um, I think we're out of questions. You know, the thing that we have never done, and we've talked about doing many times, there's lots of stuff that we've talked about doing many times on this show that we've never got to, but one of the things is actually get a picture of the three of us professionally done. No. You don't, what do you mean no? That's no. We just never done it. it. It bugs people, and I think we should keep it that way. Yeah, I don't want to, oh, let's stand back to back with our arms crossed. So shoving well. buds. <laughs> yeah, like, no, we're not shoving buddies. Well, I'd like to have, hey, wouldn't you like to have your face on this podcast at some point? Because It I is. Think, no, because people, <laughs> you realize buddies? that people have no idea that you and I are even on this show? If they watch the video, they know. True. The hardcores know. Oh, those are but Steve's shoving like, buddies. Oh, the Steve Dangle <laughs> podcast that he does by himself. And the people that don't know. That. They just if, if, they if don't we, know. If we do a, a photo shoot, can you can you can you give me the this guy? Yeah, yeah this like, guy. I'm not doing that. Watch out for this guy. <laughs> this guy, he's crazy. Oh, that one. <laughs> oh no. This guy. This guy. Both of us, <laughs> <laughs> or or spinning generic guy on the bottom. Show's coming up five o'clock. Fox, Woo, just spinning, just spinning. Well, what about like, not doing that? What about the the one where they're not just shoving each other uh, out of out of a jest? They're they're all trying to fight to be the, the one in front. Yeah, uh, you know that they. one. No, no, this is my show. Nah, <laughs> said the cantankerous co-host. This is my show. <sighs> Nuh-uh. Man. Can we just, can we do a photo shoot like that? Just to have You know what? Photos? You know what we should do with our, our, our video? You know how the NFL, in the NFL, uh, uh, and they do this a little bit in the NHL now too, and you see it in, in soccer and stuff. They'll have when they're introducing the players at the beginning of the game, they'll have them like walking up towards the camera, and then the graphic has their name and like, their stats and stuff. We should have that in the in the bottom corner, and we're just shoving buddies for uh, the entire hour and a half that we do this show. <laughs> like it's just constantly there as a watermark. That see, but some people might not get that we're doing it sarcastically, and they might just think that we're awful. good. Great, good, good. <laughs> I like and we'll it. just have it on a loop because <laughs> I don't want to shove you guys for we an hour and a half. Even, we lazy. won't even say the right name with Peace and Dangle <laughs> and Kale Wild and can I be Caden? Caden Blake. That's actually or Blake Caden. Caden Blake sounds like a, a cop drama. Like you're you're the lone detective. Caden Blake. Can Matthew McConaughey play me? <laughs> I was a cop way before anybody paid me to be one. <laughs> I drive a Lincoln. <laughs> I, I just liked it. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up, gentlemen. We're gonna wrap this up. 
Um, I interrupted Adam way before anybody paid me to do it. I'm just kind of rude. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness. 